1958, John C. Koss invented the world's first SP3 stereophone here in Milwaukee and forever changed the way we all listen to music. Koss Corporation is proud to support the Experience Milwaukee podcast and its listeners with the world's greatest headphones. Adam. Whoa, Steve, we're here. We are here. Uh, you know what it's I want to say? Another episode. Another episode. Oh. You know what I want to say? What do you want to say? I kind of no, I kind of want to scream right now. I've got a lot of if energy tonight. If you're going to scream, do it in a high-pitched voice, please. Like uh 80s hairband voice? No, like you just saw Justin Bieber. Oh, I can't. I I I'm not consistent oh, okay. on those kinds of screams. Okay. <laughs> so I can't do it. But okay, well, so what are you screaming about? I'm excited. I uh, restocked on the few. Our you did yeah our official bourbon. Oh my gosh, bourbon. I forgot about this. So you got I, the cold cut. I got so shh. The cold cut is a holiday gift I haven't received yet. How is it? I haven't had it yet. I am going to tell you after the holidays when I receive it. I I know I we're recording say, virtually, yeah, but I I can feel you winking at me. No, I haven't tried it yet. It's it's in okay. storage. It's getting wrapped, and I will receive it later. I did. I bought two bottles. I have uh, the few regular bourbon too, which is amazing, and that's good in my Manhattan tonight. Always, so. yeah. Always delicious. Yes. So, um, and you know. no big deal. Few is one of our sponsors. Few sponsors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, other sponsors include, but are not limited to, folks. No, they're not. We're not limiting it. Cost stereophones, which Steve calls headphones I for do. some weird reason. I do. Uh, did you sleep in those last night again? Uh, no, I just warm in the shower. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. That's that's fine. Smart. It works. They're Bluetooth. Uh, you know, for the for the time to yourself. <laughs> I like to listen. But you to also want to jam to some experienced Milwaukee podcast episodes. I, I get yeah. it. It's completely and understandable. I know what you're going to say next. No, you don't. Okay, what are you going to say next? Indeed, brewing. Yeah, I did not know. I didn't. I would have guessed wrong. Nailed it. Yes. Uh, of which I just maybe earlier tonight had my very last oh, Flavor geez. Wave IPA. How did they last that long? Fridge. Because uh, I bought more. Oh, of course. That's how these sponsors <laughs> how sucker us in. We, mm-hmm. we, we think we're getting the best of the deal with the sponsors. They know what they're doing. We don't. Yes. They make amazing products, and we are total suckers for them. And we keep buying it after we get free stuff. Yep. It's, uh, it's a win-win. <sighs> anyway. Uh, our last but not least, our studio. Oh, transfer pizzeria cafe. Yeah, and Adam, this is why I thought I knew what you were going to say next because I know what's happening soon. Christmas. Besides that, uh, New Year's. There's a rumor going around that Cos and Transfer will do a promotion a giveaway gasp just saying keep your keep your eyes peeled on the social media follow transfer and your ears to the ground 
for rumblings. Yeah, Transfer MKE. Follow them wherever you get your social media and keep an eye out for that. I'm just saying, it's a rumor, but, you know. Okay. Great. We don't fact check. That's great. <laughs> we don't we don't fact check. So no one we can hear come a back rumor. Say, yeah, it's happening. It's we're happening. Gonna say, it's we're for real. Talk about it. <laughs> um, but speaking of not rumors, there's there was some exciting uh, some exciting stuff in the news today this week. And even more exciting is the person behind that news is on the show tonight. Do you know another it, gasp. Another gasp. Would it's, it be Emily? Yes. From Crossroads collective hi emily emily how are you good thanks so much for having me um adam adam likes to ramble on before we bring our guests on so you know thank you for your patience and waiting <laughs> no problem it was entertaining cool uh hey this is how we start uh with our ramblings but also <laughs> we uh when we bring our guest on and our gracious guest and adam you were you know you were really summing it up about the people doing the cool shit and Emily mm -hmm. is one of those people in Milwaukee. And, uh, but Emily, what we like to do is pretend that the audience has never heard of you and just get your high level backstory on who you are, what you do, and who you do that for, and, and how'd you get to where you're doing it today? Sure. Um, my name is Emily Cirillo. I am director of operations for the hospitality division of Newland Enterprises. And Newland is um, a property management and uh, real estate development company in Milwaukee. And we own Crossroads Collective Food Hall and then soon to be several other hospitality spots. So one is Flower and Feed Marketplace in Bayview. And then we have an event space coming um, on the east side, and then also some other things in the works down the pipeline. So um, the one that we have active right now is Crossroads. And basically, my role is to fill empty spots and um, help with kind of some sales and marketing and and kind of stuff behind the scenes. So I don't work on site, but I'm there often and get to experience the joy of the food hall. Oh, yes. And unlike Adam, it sounds like you're very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, Adam's it's really not, busy. Adam is not busy. I Ad think they got it. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, good. Um, so what the heck is Crossroads Collective? So Crossroads is a food hall. Um, it differs from a food court in that they're not chains. Um, it's not fast food. Crossroads is all locally owned and independent small businesses. There are eight micro restaurants inside Crossroads and one main bar. And then we have a little hidden speakeasy that oh. is only accessible by Black Cat Alley. Um, that one isn't operable right now because of social distancing guidelines. It's mm -hmm. a really small little space, but Crossroads is kind of a hub. It's a spot where um, there's a shared dining room, but you can get food from eight different restaurants and there's something for everyone. Even Adam. So 
even even me yes. who apparently has all day to wander <laughs> around in there and eat which by the way sounds like heaven yes uh, yes <laughs> so emily you mentioned that you're a part of uh, or responsible for uh vendors inside uh crossroads collective how the hell do you find these folks it seems tough. And I mean these aren't yeah. regular these aren't regular folks either. These are like high yeah. end chefs. Um and you don't like all right, maybe it's easy for them, but it's like you have high standards. Uh make from scratch, uh local sourcing, all that stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm interested too. How do you do that? Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's not we don't find everyone in the same way. Sometimes they come to us. Sometimes we seek them out. Sometimes it's a chef who we want to work with, but it's a brand new concept that we work together on. So it is a little bit tricky because we don't want to overlap too much on concepts. Uh -huh. And we want to make sure that each restaurant can shine. So there is a little bit of juggling. It's definitely not... Yeah always a perfect puzzle but it it it's full right now and um, everything is really unique from each other so it's you know the the concept is working we have several restaurateurs in crossroads who started at crossroads and who have expanded since oh, nice. and so it that's the kind of the concept the idea is uh, these little micro restaurants that can have this low upfront cost in sharing the space and the infrastructure. We share a lot of resources inside Crossroads, including a kitchen. And then, um, and then, you know, they're able to make a profit and, and expand. So, so it's great. It's, it's working. Yeah. Wow. That's so, this is like a, uh, kind of an, accelerator or an incubator it feels yeah. like it a little Almost. bit yeah yeah of you know awesome delicious food that is now making me very hungry yeah adam <laughs> uh what i was gonna advise you on is don't go and look at photos okay i won't do that yeah because they're tremendous i'll do man. that on my own time yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have a lot of time <laughs> um yeah. no the the food is incredible and um, Emily, the only change I would make to your description is it's not just a food hall. It's a badass food hall. And yes. Yes. And, um, with that in Adam, I love the question you asked about, you know, how she, how, how she sources and finds the, the people to fill these spaces. But Emily, like kind of walk us, uh, virtually through it. Like what's the vibe there? Like what's the experience of someone that walks through the doors and then, you know, has to make those tough decisions on, well, Adam and I would just eat everything. But if you've got to make tough decisions on the, you know, selections of what you would eat, like, how do you, like, what's that feel? The space was originally called Oriental Drug mm -hmm. um, between 1930 and 1995. And it was a big space, like a pharmacy. It had a counter. Um, people speak really highly of it as kind of a hub on the east side. And so after... A slew of restaurants uh, went into that space. Newland Enterprises, my employer, decided to open up the food hall and wanted to kind of replicate that energy of Oriental drug. The space is so big, it's too big for 
like a typical restaurant. Uh-huh. And so it the food hall does replicate that energy. Um, I imagine I wasn't <laughs> around here then, but it um, <laughs> there's definitely a lot of a lot of energy. You know, the space is really vibrant and bright. There are smells coming oh. from each stall that are super unique I from all over the world. Yeah. There are um, the chefs are right in the open space, so you can go up to the stall and talk to the chef, which I know people get really excited about. They can talk about ingredients or sourcing, um, and and you can come with family or friends. You can come alone. It's casual, but it's local and it's fresh and it's handmade. We've got so many different options. We've got egg and flour pasta, which is handmade pasta. They make it every day fresh Mm. in the kitchen and then bring it to their stall and cook the pasta dishes to order. We've got Triciclo Peru, which is an empanada bar. Um, They've got food from Peru, drinks from Peru, salads. They just joined us at the beginning of December um, and already doing very well. We have Mina. Uh, It's a European-inspired small plates restaurant. So they focus on the Basque cuisine, but it's a lot of small plates, really like healthy fats, oils and um, olives and all sorts of yummy European delights. We have Frida, who has soups and sandwiches. Um, The chef is from Mexico City, and so he has some of his... um, you know, homemade favorites from Mexico City um, snuck in there as well. Mm-hmm. We've got Heaven's Table Barbecue, which, looks which incredible. is Milwaukee style barbecue oh. um, that, you know, they've got cornbread and mac and cheese and all the fixings. We've got Thumb, which is Lao cuisine, and the chef there um, has food from her roots as well and you know her grandmother taught her how to cook and so that that's a really special addition that just joined us as well and then scratch ice cream is kind of our our dessert um staple we've got pints and cones and you can get it to go or in-house so yeah it's a there's such a variety. You can come in with a group of people and everyone is diverse in their in their cuisine and you can find something for everyone. Well, crap. Yeah. I am now Starving. very hungry yeah. and ex- very excited to go to this place. Adam, I think the... The ice cream alone. I'm I know. I'm a sucker for ice cream. I know. Uh, in, in the challenging part about this Emily and I'm sure I I wonder if you're feeling this as well but you know Adam and I typically would uh record as much as possible at the places we're featuring and what a place this would be I mean Adam we'd get into some real trouble there um I I'm yeah I'm I'm both kicking myself and 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 you're thinking my lucky stars that we're not indulging Mm -hmm. in all of this because I'd be hurting tomorrow but Emily, what have sort of been the, you know, the, y- you talk about opening restaurants as recently as this month. Have there been challenges over the past, you know, few months with everything? 
um, or what's been sort of the 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 good and the in the in the challenging of your role there? It's interesting. I think you know this has been a really challenging time for everybody, and we're not immune to that. Um, I think there's definitely been interest in joining Crossroads. And I think it has to do with our shared infrastructure and shared resources Mm -hmm. that people can start a restaurant um, less expensive than they would on its own in a brick and mortar. So we've gotten plenty of interest. Um, I don't know if that's waned much since March, but you know, again, like we talked about earlier, the fitting it all in a puzzle is the interesting part. We can't have have much overlap. So we might have an empty stall because the right fit hasn't come. But we've had we've had interest, which is good. Um, but it certainly is challenging, you know, if as sales decrease because people are coming out less or, you know, the bar is is, you know, hit pretty hard because people are out less. <laughs> Um, so that kind of thing is a challenge, but there, of course, there are silver linings. You know, the community comes together. We rally together. We've we've got such a great group of restaurateurs and entrepreneurs in one roof that we're able to kind of put our heads together, and we're not on our own. We're we're in this together, and the food hall truly is that sentiment, which I know we all talk about as this kind of glorious idea, but it's true in there. We, we are in this together and, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what changes we have to make or what guidelines we have to follow, we are doing it together. So, um, so that's a silver lining. And then, you know, I, in my role in particular, just speaking with people who are seeking out, creating restaurants and and opening up their own spot it is this beacon of hope for me um personally because you know this the pandemic you know this has been really hard on a lot of people in a lot of industries and it's easy to kind of feel paralyzed in that or like you're kind of stuck or we're waiting for the vaccine or you know we're kind of waiting yeah and and people that I meet who are interested in joining, they're not waiting. They're excited about their future and they, they want to move forward. And that's really, it's been so nice to see over the last few months that there are people following their dreams and it's been inspiring for me. So you mentioned the bar, that's the pharmacy, right? Yeah. The pharmacy bar. Yeah. The, the name pays, um, tribute to the oriental drug love it yeah adam and of course yeah it's the medicine of choice on the experience (laughs) podcast (laughs) it looks really cool um and you know uh you met as we as we kind of talk and brush on the challenges um emily i see or i did see that uh like the pharmacy has curbside are the rest of the restaurants uh, spaces doing curbside or how do you, how do you sort of interact? What's the best way to interact right now? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. We, we do have uh, curbside, um, for all restaurants because of our, um, our shared resources. We actually share 
a POS system at Crossroads. And so we're able to, we were able to implement this online ordering system really quickly. Actually, the GM, Gina, worked just over time and within 48 hours had this up and running. So um, yeah, we hardly skipped a beat in March and we were able to put every restaurant on one menu. So it's a lot of food. It's a lot if you're if you're just going in there for the first time mm-hmm. and you've never heard of us before. It's it's quite a bit to look through because you're looking through eight different restaurants and also the bar. But if you go on Crossroads Collective MKE.com, there's a spot right at the top called online orders, and you can click on that and navigate through the all eight restaurants and the bar and select whatever you want, put it in your shopping cart and either get curbside or local delivery. Um, And all from one transaction, which is, you know, as hard as it is to find what you want to eat from eight different restaurants, it is nice to have it all in one transaction. So we've made it pretty easy for you in that regard. But the delivery is our own drivers. We we made a commitment to staff some um, service industry people and make sure that the cost of our delivery will cover their labor. So we've been able to kind of offer that service to the city by um, by charging just five dollars per delivery mm-hmm. and we deliver from whitefish bay to river west oh my gosh. all the way to walker's point so uh yeah so so that's been really great uh we do curbside of course you can just call us when when you're here and we we can run your food out to you and then we still have dine-in we've followed all the guidelines we only have seating for 25%, but we have our plan in place and with the city. So we technically could have more, but we feel like 25% feels good. Mm-hmm. So we've got that s- set up. So you, you're welcome to come in. You can order straight from the vendor stall, or you can order from a QR code at the table oh, and nice. have food brought to you. So we've got a lot of options depending on your degree of comfort uh-huh. out in the world. Um, which we understand we've got something for for wherever you are yeah. at the time. That's awesome. Adam, you That's know what I love be... about this? Everything? Everything. Their heart is in the right place. <laughs> yes. And 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 they're using yeah, technology. Yeah. They're using technology to, to make it even simpler. Um that's so cool. Speaking of heartfelt. Uh oh. Um, it is the holiday season, <laughs> and if you uh, are not going to order uh, from Crossroads Collective during your holiday meal, uh, a gift card would probably also be a great idea. Yes, uh, I think I honestly I love a I love an experience uh, gift, and this is this sounds like, and I could almost guarantee will be an experience and one that you will probably want to return to maybe even the same day. I don't know about you, Steve. (laughs) Adam, it (laughs) sounds like you just asked listeners to buy you gift cards to Crossroads Collective. (laughs) No. Well, yes. Now that you mentioned it, thank you for uh, pointing that out. Yes, I would love a gift card to Crossroads Collective. (laughs) Good setup. No, I'm I'm saying give those as a gift. It's a great experience gift. (laughs) 
Oh, man. That's awesome. Way to make me look selfish. Thanks a lot, Steve. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're just lazy and we want other people to buy us stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> so, um, Emily, wait. One burning question. Oh, this, this is the hard hitter. When restaurateurs are vying for that position within the Crossroads Collective, is there some sort of tasting oh. that you get to do of all of these meal types? Yes, that is such <laughs> a perk of the job. Yes. Yeah, we do menu tastings. Um, you know, we, we we have to review the concept and see where it fits yeah, and if it fits now or if it fits in a couple months or um, if we need to tweak something. Most of the time, these chefs have so much skill that they can, you know, they can do anything. Um, and so it's so fun. It's that is definitely a perk of the job. Absolutely. Okay, good. So, Adam, so far in this episode, you've asked everyone to buy you gift cards to Crossroads Collective. Yep. Is and, that what we're going to review? Okay. And and now you're trying to edge your way into being on the taste committee with Emily <laughs> for the new concepts that come in. I have a very particular palate, and that palate is Everything. all food. All food. Yes. <laughs> You no, are welcome anytime. Excellent. Experience Milwaukee's going on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Tastings. We'll just deny everything so we have to keep trying stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I'd like to hear, I'd like to see something else. Yeah. Let's let's keep this going. Let's try a new concept. Yeah. Emily, uh you shared a lot of stuff and it's pretty kick ass. So given that, what are you know, when you can get around and do stuff? because I don't think you can with your job very often. But when you do get a minute, what are your favorite things in Milwaukee? Yeah, I do. I spend a lot of time in nature, actually. Um, you know, the lake. What a perk, right? Awesome, mm -hmm. yeah. We've got such a beautiful body of water here. Um, spending time at the lake or, you know, hiking. Um, I love dining out, of course. Uh -huh. I love... I bet, yeah. Um, I love getting cocktails out. Um, you know, I've got a handful of favorite restaurants that I that I frequent. Um, less so now, and you know, we we don't have a babysitter now, oh, so yeah. things are it's harder to get out. But um, but we get curbside and we get delivery, and so yeah, eating. I mean, eating, right? <laughs> like that's kind of it's all Adam and I. Yeah, do. I don't know, honestly. Nothing tops that, really. Yeah. Um, what? So, what's on your short list for favorite cocktails? Oh, Good Kind has just everything they make is gold. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a gin drinker, so oh, interesting. Herbal. Yeah. I like the herbal and citrus kind of thing. Um, Pharmacy Bar actually has amazing cocktails. They have. Um, my favorite cocktail is the humming pig, which is exactly that. It's rosemary and citrus with some gin. So, ooh, ooh. yeah. I've never been a huge gin drinker, but that has piqued my interest. That sounds really good, actually. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a Christmas tree. Sure, sure. With, yeah, with the juniper, yeah. So what new things have been going on recently 
that you can talk about uh, over there at uh, at the shop? Uh, yeah. So I did tell you Triciclo Peru just moved in mm-hmm. December 1st. That's super exciting. Brings so much energy to the space when a new vendor moves in. We get, you know, new followers on social media. We get new energy and, you know, marketing and the new smells in the food hall. So, and and a bunch of new customers, people that have followed Triciclo forever are, are coming in. And then people who, who, maybe have never had an empanada come in. And so that's really exciting. It's been nine days of bliss over there because of that. (laughs) Um, But then just announced this week, Egg and Flour Pasta Bar is adding on to their booth. So we had the, the booth right next to them open and we knocked down the wall in between and they are opening up a pizzeria right next door. So that's very exciting. Oh, boy. Yeah, Adam, we yep. get. When is our tour of the East Side? Getting fatter. Yeah, I know. I can. I just buy bigger <laughs> sweatpants. Yep, there you go. That's how you solve it. Easy peasy. It's really not an issue. No. no uh, <laughs> Emily, uh, you mentioned uh, a couple of socials, but uh, where, how, when is the best way to follow Crossroads Collective for people out there who want to just keep up with what's happening? Besides the website, of course. Yeah, we've got Facebook and Instagram, Crossroads MKE. Uh, And then each individual vendor has their own Instagram and Facebook. So you could follow all of them. Um, You know, they all have their own content. Mm -hmm. We as Crossroads try to share as much as we can from each individual vendor, but everyone has so much good news, so many specials and, you know, fresh ingredients and they want to showcase what they do best. So if you are particularly interested in one, definitely follow them as well. But, um, but yeah, Crossroads MKE, Facebook and Instagram should tell you kind of, it'll paint you definitely like a good picture of, of what you can expect and also has our contact information. So you're welcome to reach out and we can be the liaison between you and, and the vendor. If you have any specific questions or if you want to know about our practices or, you know, any, anything you, you have to ask. We also have a, a tree lot right now. So if you haven't gotten your Christmas tree, we've it. got trees and wreaths on our parklet outside. And so you can come in and get a tree, a wreath, and lunch or dinner all in one fall swoop. One trip. That's how we what like it. What aren't you guys doing? I know. That's what <laughs> I want to know. That's amazing. It's we cool. have so much fun. Yep. That's cool. Well, um, Emily, you've also i think become the like s- official spokesperson for all that's going on there as well you've done a great job we've had a, a blast thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you for having me adam thank you as well yeah hey i was glad to uh be invited back <laughs> maybe we'll see you next week yeah we'll see <laughs> okay <laughs> emily i will echo Thank you so much for stopping it. Thank you for uh, being amazing with Crossroads Collective. And um, I have to assume that you have a pretty particular palette uh, in how amazing these all these yeah. restaurants look and sound. Yeah, her palette's called yeah, Awesome. I mean, 
<laughs> I'm easy to please in a lot of ways. Um, you know, someone cooking for me is a, is a real treat. So I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Adam. And now, Milwaukee's own Blackville <laughs> Theater. We're laughing.